welcome to Personal Best, the show where we entertain, inspire, and inform you about all things fitness, health, and wellness. I'm your host, Brian Dalek. Thank you so much for joining us. This will be our last episode of this mini season of Personal Best. We'll be back after the new year with more inspiring conversations with people from across the athletic spectrum. But first, in today's show, we're bringing you an interview with an 83-year-old track and field powerhouse. Florence Myler was recently profiled in the October issue of Prevention Magazine in a story titled Fit at 80+, in which four athletes shared just what it is that keeps them moving. Florence, who goes by Flo, has been on the move since she was a kid. In high school, she played basketball. She was a cheerleader. She even tap danced. After high school, she started water skiing. And she wasn't just coasting in the wake behind the boat. No, she was putting on shows and doing tricks. It was a sport she continued to do after meeting her husband, who at the time was a B-47 pilot in the Air Force. After they got married, the couple water skied, snow skied, and played tennis together. But it wasn't until Flo was 60 years old that she took up track and field. And she didn't just decide to focus on one or two events. No, she wanted to do them all. So Flo does the high jump, the long jump, the triple jump, the shot put, the hammer throw, the discus, and of course, if you're doing all that, you might as well do the javelin as well. When it comes to running, she does the 100, 200, and for the pentathlon, which she also does, she runs the 800 meters. Flo competes in both the 60-meter and 80-meter hurdles, too, and in those events, she jumps six to eight hurdles that are 27 inches high. She also does the steeplechase, and if you don't know the steeplechase for the Masters, it's a grueling 2,000-meter-long event with 25 barriers to jump, including water jumps. And those barriers, they're 30 inches high. Flo's favorite event, however, and and this is great, is the pole vault. In fact, she holds the world record in two different age categories for that event. When she was 75, she cleared 6 feet 7 and 3 quarters inches. And at age 80, she cleared 6 feet. So all in all, Flo has set 26 world and 20 American Masters records since 2001. Many of those marks, like the pole vault records, still stand today. And by her count, Flo's won, get this, 739 medals. It may come as no surprise that Flo was inducted into the USA Track and Field Masters Hall of Fame in 2010. And it's no wonder Flo has been featured a lot in the media, including here at Prevention Magazine where she was just a story subject Barbara O'Dare loves featuring in the magazine. Barbara is Prevention's editor-in-chief, and it's stories like Flo's that she's constantly on the lookout for. Stories about people who are living happy, healthy, fulfilling lives at any age. Barbara started her conversation with Flo by asking the athlete about her early years. I grew up in uh, the little, a little town uh, called Champlain, New York, which was just uh, about an hour from the Canadian border. 
and uh -huh. I was brought up on a dairy farm, and I'm a, oh. I'm a farmer's daughter, and I was used to wor working very, diff very hard on the farm, you know, lifting heavy pails of milk and uh, throwing bales of hay up in the, in the, in the wagon and also doing uh, all different kinds of chores around the, around the farm. I was, I was a tomboy, really. <laughs> so you were used to uh, lifting and yes. moving and from a very early age. Yes, and, and my dad even had me doing the Canadian jig when I was only three years old. He was a self-taught fiddler, and uh, oh. he, ha he had me doing the Canadian jig at three years old. <laughs> And uh, mm -hmm. my mom was a, a home home gal. She would have a huge, huge garden, and she would make everything, even ketchup and from soup to nuts. She would always make everything, mm -hmm. and she would can. Um, I remember her killing a chicken, you know, by twisting the neck. Isn't that awful to say that? And she would can chicken. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and my dad was a very, very. Uh, hard, very, um, around the, he would work around the clock almost. Um, did you, can you describe a conversation with your mom or dad about uh, you getting into sports? Was that ever an issue or? No, he really, he really was all for anything that I wanted to do. In fact, I remember his comment was, um, you know, you're always at school. I, th I think you better bring your bed there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, always, I'll never Very forget funny. that comment. And unfortunately, uh, a month before I graduated from high school, uh, my dad died of leukemia. And that was quite, I still get mm. the goosebumps. That was quite a shock to me because I was very, very close to him. But then after high school, um, I, I lived really close to Rouses Point, New York, and um, there was a water, Nor Aqua Ski Club, and I got very active in, in the Nor Aqua Ski Club. And we even put Fantastic. on uh, shows, you know, water ski shows. And uh, I even had some, another gal, and three of us would do the, the pyramid, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we, got, we were very, very active in water skiing. Yeah. Now you had children after a little while, is that uh, right? Yes, I unfortunately I lost one prematurely, a little boy, and then another. Oh. Uh, I lost another one two years later, and then at three and a half we lost our little boy, and then my fifty-one-year-old boy just passed away that we adopted last January. He passed away suddenly, but we still have Robert, who was adopted from Canada and he's 50, and we adopted a five-and-a-half-year-old little girl who was from Korea, and she's uh, 49. And they, Rob and, and her name was Soon Lee, but she goes by Lee, and she lives right not very uh, far from us. Do you um, do athletics with them? Do you play sports with them? Oh, since they went their own way, they're doing their own thing. Oh, yeah, we, uh, my, my son, I do play tennis, yeah. And uh, we do go kayaking together, but as far as water skiing, we don't do that anymore. Um, I'm too busy doing track. It certainly sounds like it. <laughs> um, when did when did you take up track and field? Um, sixty years old. I was sixty. At sixty. Yeah. Now, why take up a new sport at sixty? You were already doing so many athletic activities. What made you do it? Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, I was at my first uh, senior Olympics, and it was being held at um, Syracuse University. My husband at the time was, was playing basketball, and I was playing tennis, and I wasn't doing track at the time. But before that, let's back up a little bit. We had the senior games in Vermont, and we were qualifying for the national senior games. And, and uh, I was playing tennis with my husband and my training partner, my, uh, who, who's been training with me now for over 22 years, but she hasn't done anything now because of health. But she came over, uh, she said, after you're done tennis, I would like you to come and try the long jump because we're desperate for track people. And I looked at her uh, very strangely and I said, Barb, I've never done track. She says, I know you'd be good at it, just like that. And so I went and tried the long jump after I was finished with tennis, and that's all she had to do. I fell in love with it, and a year or so afterwards, I went to my first uh, senior game, senior Olympics, and I did uh, long jump, and I placed fourth among about 25 women, and I placed third in the high jump. and. Don't you think that didn't motivate me <laughs> to keep going? <laughs> so that's how I started track. So she it sounds like she really started you on your way. Yes, she did. She did. And I we were so fortunate to train together and we had we had a, a superb coach. Uh, Bill Nettie passed away uh, three years ago, and he was the retired uh, track and field coach from the University of Vermont. And so he coached us for over 22 years, 20 years. And he was very, very um, strict. He, he, was, he, was, he was an old um, Marine. He was an old Marine guy, and he didn't take any pity on us at all. I, I think you said that uh, you had a coach who made you run your buns off for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was that the same man? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's very, it's very difficult for me to train by myself now because my training partner is going through some very severe uh, health problems. But uh, I miss her so much because we used to um, help each other out. We used to criticize each other, and we used to compete against each other. And it's been very, very difficult because I haven't found anybody that wants to be so devoted. And except one gal who finally called but she lives two hours away. And she said, Flo, I want to train with you. So she called me last week, and she's coming over on Friday, and we're both going to practice the pole vault together, believe it or not. So I'm looking forward. I bet. Is your husband athletic? Do you ever train together? Uh, we've been playing tennis. We played tennis a long time together. But now he plays with a group of guys, but unfortunately he had a uh, a leg injury three months ago, and he's been sidelined. What does he think of your endeavors? Oh, he's so proud of me. I have 13 albums that he has put together for me since I started in 1999. Because he can't really fly and go to all these different events because he, can't, he has uh, blood clotting problems. But he just keeps telling me, Go for it. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, you have a story about uh, one time when he was able to be in the audience for a meet that you won. Yes, yes. Uh, this was in Albany, New York. 
I was going for my world record at age 80 in the pole vault. And that was only like a two and a half hour drive from here. So I was so happy that he was there. So he was sitting on the sidelines when I did my world record in the pole vault. I was so elated that he was there. How did he react when you won? Do you remember? Oh, <laughs> of course, he was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was That's very terrific. Happy. It's so great he got to see it. Yes, yes. He did see me do my, um, I think it was the second time that I did the steeplechase. And I, the steeplechase is one of the most difficult events that anyone will ever take. Can you explain what the steeplechase is? It's um, five barriers like around the track. And on the, every third barrier, it's water. <laughs> so you're oh. jumping over that, and you're jumping in water. And of course, the water gets in your shoes. And so you have a lot of difficulty getting, go, getting going away again. So that's 2,000 meters, which is five times around the track and there's five barriers every time that you have to jump over. It is, it is oh. very, very, very difficult. Um, tell me why you love track and field. What is it about track and field that really inspires you? Well, when Barbara was there to train with me, it was a lot more fun. It was a lot more fun. But I, like I said, because we would challenge each other and she would tell me you're not doing this right or I would tell her she's not doing it right. And then no matter who would win, we would always support each other. We always got to be the best of friends. Whoever won, that was okay, you know. And um, so I'm hoping that this gal that's going to start Polvo is, is going to be another gal that I can uh, start uh, training with and, and motivating. Yeah. How does it make you feel to compete? What, what are the feelings inside other the feelings inside, uh, <laughs> um, I guess when I, I did get the world record in the pole, um, your stomach feels a little uh, weird because you, you've worked so hard and you, you, you wonder, when are you going to do this? And, and so when, it, when you accomplish it, it's, it's, it's quite a feeling. It's a, the most fantastic feeling in the world because it is difficult. Especially at 80 years old. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, can you tell me, could you describe to me your fitness and nutrition routine? Could you describe a day, for instance, from morning till night? Oh, sure. I can tell you. Well, I can tell you that on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I, I will be doing track. And I vary from one event to another. Like this morning, I bring my all my... Um, my hurdles, but I only do three when I practice because I know that I'm not going to have another meet till January. And then on other days, I will do um, 100 meter runs or I will do long jumps. Uh, other times, I will do the javelin. And then uh, uh, this morning, I also did the shot put. So I, I vary my what I do on, on different days, you know. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, I usually do weights, uh, the machine weights, and then after that I play tennis. It's just show, a social tennis. It's not a competitive tennis. So, uh, and then use, and then uh, what I've been doing on Saturdays lately, since it's so beautiful, I've been uh, climbing Mount Philo with my friend, and that's a mile up and a mile down. <laughs> 
So that's a lot of fun, too. What do you eat during the day? I'm curious. <laughs> um, you know, in the fall, it's very tempting because when we went and did our climbing um, on Saturday, we ended up going to this nice little bakery place <laughs> and bought some what they call cider donuts. And that's what oh, yes. they usually serve during the fall uh, is cider donuts. So I do cheat, you know. <laughs> and But in the morning, I always have a um, my nutritional shake. And I've been doing that now for over 35 years. So you have that in the morning, and then do you eat regular meals at lunch and dinner? Yes, a regular lunch and regular uh, meal. But, you know, uh, I watch my, my scale. If I do gain a couple pounds, I feel it. <laughs> so what is it like to jump over a pole or, or to use a pole to jump over uh, a hurdle um, at 83? When you do the pole vault is yeah. what I mean. Um what is it? What does it feel like? Oh, it feels great. It feels like you're flying in the air. <laughs> it feels fantastic. I hear you love the hammer throw. Yes, I sure do. It, uh, it's just uh, well, I got my personal best when I was when I competed in Toronto. I was elated. It's just so um, as you as you're turning and, and it around and sending it as far as you can. It's, it's, oh, it's invigorating. What about injuries? Do you, do you fear injuries? Uh, no, not really. Um, uh, before I go out and train, uh, um, I do a, like 15, 20 minutes of stretching at home before I go to I the see. track. And then when I get to the track, I do another 15, 20 minutes of warm-up exercises. And so my body is is ready for what I plan on doing that day. Right. That sounds like a great idea. Do you ever feel like just taking a break? <laughs> um, when I came back from the Senior Olympics in, in Birmingham, Alabama, um, I, I, I was really exhausted. I did take, I took a, uh, one week off. And you won't believe how difficult it is, even after taking a week off, to get back into training. Because at over 80, your body slows down really fast. So you, you just have to do it every day to stay completely oh, limber. Oh, yes. yes. Well, I mean, you have to do something. You don't have to track every day, but you have to do something. Sure. Will you tell me about your favorite win? Um, my favorite win was an indoor meet in, um, in Mexico. Mexico and Barbara was there with me. We did it was in when it's indoors instead of 80 meter hurdles, it's 60 meter hurdles. And I beat her by just a hair. And mm -hmm. I was really happy <laughs> that day. <laughs> um, what about your biggest loss? Oh dear. What's what's been a painful loss for you? A painful loss. Oh my gosh, I've never looked at it that way. I guess I was a little disappointed when I went to the um, international meet in Toronto in August. I guess I got beat by my friend from Colorado, and uh, I was shocked. I really was shocked. But I, you know, it's part of the game. It's part of being in track and field. You're not always going to be number one or number two or number three. Okay. Right. <laughs> 
right? How did you bounce back? Uh, oh, I'll bounce back. Well, now I don't have a meet till Jan an indoor meet till January. And then at the end of, of January, I'll be going to my first indoor heptathlon in Kenosha, 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 Wisconsin. And I've never done that. And I'm hoping to break my friend's record. Isn't that awful? <laughs> oh, no. Well, what, first, first off, can you tell me what a heptathlon Hep is? It's uh, seven events in two days. And it, this is going to be an indoor event. And what's great about it, it, it includes the pole vault. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> um, so how do you feel about your age? Um, well, everybody tells me that I don't look 83 and, and that I'm not acting 83 either. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess I feel more like 75 maybe. I'm just fortunate that I've had so much. Uh, my health is fantastic. The good Lord has been so good to me, you know, and uh, yeah. I can't complain. I, I, but I, you know, I think hard work pays off too. It's, 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 uh, it's determination also, you know, motivation, like I said before, and habit. And I, I, and I feel so happy when I motivate people and, you know, they come up to me and say, Flo, I'm, you know, you're, you're, you're such a, a motivation to me when I see you compete. And that, that's a, the greatest feeling on earth. Do you feel like you missed anything or doing anything because you were so busy training and devoted to your activities? Oh, no, no. Uh, this training um, has put, brought me closer to um, the reality that uh, a lot of people are not well today because they are not doing any kind of fitness. And when they see me doing this, um, it motivates them. Like there was a couple that came in tr uh, on the track a few weeks ago and wanted to know what I was doing. And when I told them I was doing hurdles, they uh, were sort of shocked. And I said, you know, why don't you join the Vermont Senior Games and get active? I said, we have a lot of fun. What's the one thing you'd say you're most proud of? Um, it was an indoor meet uh, at the Dartmouth Relays at Dartmouth College in New Hampshire, and uh, I was doing the pole. I went. I can't remember how high it was. I think it was six feet. I had done six feet five. Can't, I, I'm not too sure now. And I wanted to quit. And my my coach said, "Why don't you go for the record?" And I was hesitant. And he said. Try it. So he had me go for the record, and I did it. And I screamed my head off, and I ran to him and gave him a big hug. <laughs> that was one of my great moments. That was Prevention Magazine's Editor-in-Chief Barbara O'Dare speaking with 83-year-old track and field superstar Flo Myler. Flo is looking forward to turning 85. She'll be in a new age group then, and so naturally, she's got her eye on a few records. She's hoping to set new marks in the pole vault, hurdles, steeplechase, and hammer throw, 
at the 2019 World Masters Championships in Toronto. You can read more about flow in the show notes at prevention.com slash audio. And that's it for this week's show. We'll be taking a short break until after the new year when we'll be back with more episodes of Personal Best. I'm your host, Brian Dalek. The show was produced by Sylvia Ryerson and Christine Fennessy. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>